Welcome to WinChat, where we discuss different topics about social relationships. Social relationships, according to social science, is any relationship between two or more individuals. So this podcast is not limited to any one type of relationship. We talk about friendship, family, acquaintances, work relations, and more. It is my hope that whatever walk of life that you're from, that this podcast would be beneficial and fun for you to listen to. If you have any questions, please email to winchat21 at yahoo.com. To leave a comment or a review, please join us on Facebook at WinChat WinChat. This is part one of the topic of time and personal space in the Don't Make It Weird dating series. Thank you guys for joining. Let's get into the episode. We have guest speaker Damaris with us today. Damaris, please introduce yourself. So my name is Damaris and I've been nurse for some years. I've been married going on three years and I'm excited about this topic and thank you for having me. Yeah, so thank you for coming on. I'm very glad to have you. So today's question comes from a friend, a single friend who will remain anonymous. And she asked this question. She says, has your spouse ever asked you for space or time? Hmm. And so I'll leave you with that. Has your spouse ever asked you for just space? Has you ever been upset and just needed some time apart? Her situation's a little different where... She's she was in this transition of dating this person and they kept kind of going back and forth. And then he was just like, I need space. And I think that that's kind of harsh, though, because they weren't really dating and he kind of wasn't very specific about pursuing her. And so they kind of kept talking and then he was like, I need space. And so that's where the question comes from. So I would ask you that, like, has, have you ever been in that time of dating your spouse before he was your spouse where he said, I need space? (laughs) So let me start by saying that if the, if you're speaking to somebody, you need to define that relationship off the bat because this will trickle into a whirlwind of confusion for the both of you. And particularly women, I feel we are very sensitive, we're very emotional creatures. So we, for our sake, a lot of times we feel afraid to ask the man to define his intentions or or to define the relationship. And so I think what first needs to happen is to have that defined because then it leaves you more with a peace of mind you know what the expectations are. He knows what the expectations are. And I think that just comes with maturity, especially for adults. Yeah. You know what I mean? That we're not kids. I so, agree. so I think that's that should be the first thing with as far as dealing with pertaining to that particular situation. I think that should have been established at the beginning. But have I ever experienced that with my husband? I actually want to take it back. So I think there's two different types of space. There's I'm upset with you or this situation's not going anywhere. Let's take some space. We are losing ourselves being together so much that you and I don't know who we are anymore. We can't even be in the, we can't individualize ourselves anymore in this relationship. So let's can't just function separately. Right. We can't function separately. So let's just take some space. But then you have the space that's like, you know what? 
I don't want to be in a relationship with you right now. Let's just take some space, mm-hmm. right? Um, or it's a kind of like a breakup space. Jeez, there's so many different kinds there's of space. There's a lot of different types of space. And so I've been in all of those. So I, I said, let's take it back because the first space I ever dealt with was the space with, oh, let's break up and have space. That's not a thing. Yeah. <laughs> we're either broken up or and we not. go, or we're not. We either are broken up and we go our separate ways and we do our own thing or we choose to fight through it. The reason why I said that's not a thing is because that is not a thing in marriage. Right. Exactly. And that's exactly what I was explaining to this friend of mine. Yeah, that's so true. That's not a thing. It's not a thing. This is not going to fly in marriage. And the more that you make this a habit, it will trickle into your marriage. And I will tell you from personal experience, I was one of those people. So, so when I was younger and immature and naive... I'm not going to use the word dumb. I'm going to try not to use the word dumb. (laughs) Um, I was in a very toxic relationship. My first real relationship was very toxic. Okay. And so he, he was very verbally abusive. He was very manipulative. It just wasn't healthy. And I was like at his mercy for everything. Okay. If we got into an argument, like... Like, and he'd be like, you know what? It's over. I was begging for him not to break up with me. Mm. Right. Towards the end of that relationship, we both said, you know what? Let's take some space. Yeah. Right. We didn't say break up. We said, let's take some space, assess our situation and come back together. Mm -hmm. We'll get back together. Mm -hmm. Y'all, I don't know what that man is. (laughs) That ain't a thing. So wait, wait, so, okay. That's another thing. So what happened there? Did you guys just not ever end up talking again like it just the, the connection lo- was just lost so <laughs> what really happened <laughs> is um he actually and this is just i mean this is just a side note this this, this has nothing to do with the topic but he was actually cheating on me with somebody else uh, so okay. towards the end of the and i knew he was cheating on me mm-hmm. but i was young and naive i was 14 i mean wow. what do i know okay. about relationships yeah so i was like like I said, at his begging mercy. And so when we said, let's take some space, let's figure it out, da, 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 I thought I thought that he was saying that he was going to choose me at the end, okay. right? That we were going to get back together. He was going like, to leave that alone with her and we would get back together. That's what I thought. Yeah. Because I've never been in a relationship. This was my first real relationship and I was, quote unquote, in love. I was truly infatuated. Right. N- in lust, not in love. Okay. Mm-hmm. So long story short, um, he ended up staying with her, never came back to me. Right. And we did stay in contact for a short period of time. But during that short period of time, he continued to distance himself more and moved on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. And so that broke me. Right. And I and the reason why I said that that's not a thing is because when you define the relationship in marriage, there's no backing out. Mm-hmm. Right. In marriage, it's either we're all in or we're nothing. Right. And if you're going into marriage with this mentality of I can back out or we can have some space in between. Immature. It's not going to work. You should not be getting married. Red flag. Stop it now. Yeah. Stop the foolishness. Yeah. Okay. And so in that situation, that was one of those spaces where we were in a relationship. We said, let's take some time apart. Mm-hmm. We never called it a breakup. We said, let's take some time apart. So I'm still thinking that there's something there. I'm still thinking there's a relationship when there's the confusion. And so it wasn't defined. And so when you say, let's just take some space and not truly break up and not truly say, you know what? It's over. If we happen to cross paths again, we'll try this again. But in the meantime, I need to focus on me. You need to focus on you. And we need to truly break up. Break up is not 
oh, we're in a relationship together. We break up, we're friends, and then we see from there. No, breakup is you go your way, I go my way, because I will tell you, not always, but nine times out of ten, being friends is not always realistic. Mm -hmm. And it can be dangerous. It can get awkward, too. Very awkward. Very awkward. And I've been in too many love triangles. (laughs) It's just awkward. And so it's always best for you to to protect your heart. You need to define those things and you need to set those standards and those boundaries and maintain them and respect them. So that's why I said that kind of space is not a thing because that type of space doesn't have boundaries. And that's just with relationships. Then you have the space that's like, okay, you know, we're talking. We're not dating. We're talking. Which... Is a whole other episode. <laughs> but we're like, we're talking. And then I'm like, you know, let's kind of get some space. We talk too much, you know. <laughs> the nerve. <laughs> and it's like, so what are we doing here? Yeah. Like, so that's why I said you have to define it. Because if you're in a talking, right, you're in getting to know somebody that you're interested in, make those interests known because then you make it awkward. You make it weird. And like I said at the beginning, we are all adults here. Mm -hmm. We're all adults. And so if we're adults, we can be honest with our feelings and we should be able to handle rejection. If you are confident and have self-confidence in yourself and confidence in who the Lord has made you to be, if somebody says no to you, that's God's protection. Yeah. Yeah. Amen. And not every person you talk to is your husband or wife. Mm-hmm. And so that's, it's okay. That's God's way of protecting you. So example, uh, there was this one guy I was talking to back in high school, all of, all of my little immature days. There was this guy I was talking to and we were talking. We yeah. never got in a relationship and we were talking for like two years, I think oh my on God. and off. See, nah, that right there. <laughs> we can't do that. Nope. <laughs> No, no. Yeah. Y'all, y'all see where I'm coming from, right? Okay. I learned. I grew. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So, <laughs> so this one guy I was talking to for like on and off for two years back in high school. And I remember, um, he never wanted to commit. He was showed me interest. He always claimed like, yo, you're going to be my future wife. You're going to be my African queen, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, why aren't we making this official then? Right. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm still getting to know you, still getting to know you, blah, blah, blah. Well, long story short, we finally did plan an official date and he stood me up. Oh my gosh. And so I called him, right? Because I'm like, what the heck? Like, mm-hmm. so I called him. No answer. Okay. Gave him a few hours. Called him again. No answer. Okay. Weird. So I waited until the next day, called I text him. I'm like, hey, what's up? Mm-hmm. No response. I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm good. Come to find out. Somehow, through the grapevines, one of my best friends at the time knew him mm-hmm. and happened to go to the same church as him or was visiting a church. Mm-hmm. And she was like, aren't you talking to so-and-so? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah. And at least I was. And she was like, weird, because he's actually dating this chick at this church that I was visiting. Oh, my gosh. I said, What? So he stood me up Mm -hmm. and ended up getting with somebody else in the process, right? I said, you know what? I'm cool. Mm -hmm. So finally, towards and this was in the summer, right? The beginning of summer, because it was like towards the end. It was during summer break that we decided to to go on this official date. Come the end of summer, he reaches back out to me. I ignored him. Reaches back out to me again. I ignored him. And then finally, I picked up his call. And I confronted him. I'm like, "Um, so how's your girlfriend? Mm -hmm. How's that? And he's like, oh, you know about that. Oh, that. Oh, God. Yes. The unmitigated gold. <laughs> that is ridiculous. 
that's ridiculous. <laughs> it's like, like he act, he's like, oh yeah, you know about that, huh? And I'm like, yeah, you want to tell me more about that? Mm-hmm. You want to tell me how you stood me up? Like I confronted him because I was just like, that was unacceptable. That was unacceptable. That wasn't okay. I said, you could have at least just told me that you didn't want to continue. You're not interested. Right. Just tell me that. Like, and I'm okay with that. Like, I'll take the rejection, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, but don't, don't sit there and play me like that. Right. So, so that kind of space also shouldn't exist. That shouldn't be a thing. Right. If you're talking to somebody, you both need to make your interests known. And if it's a prolonged thing, like it just seems like they're just beating around the bush, beating around the bush, beating around the bush. You need to you need to put an end to that. Yeah. Because they're not serious. Nip it in the butt. They're not serious about you. But to be in. So my here's where I had the issue to be in Christ Mm. and have that level. of And he was a Christian Mm. and have that level of insecurity. It makes me, it makes me boil. Like my blood mm. is just like, dude, where's the missing link? Where's the missing piece for you that you can't securely say, listen, I like you and I'd like to pursue you. Let's say like what, like there's nothing hard mm. about that series of sentences. Like there's nothing hard about that. So I'm just like, what's going on with the men in our community? I feel that a lot of them never really saw what it is to pursue a woman properly. Okay. Makes so sense. when you think about a lot of men, they don't have a lot of father figures, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Especially black men. Yeah. And then when you think about the ones that do have father figures, a lot of times they're not active mm-hmm. father figures. They're so, working all the time. Right. So Because they're working all the time. And then you have those few who their father does teach them. And then like someone like my husband, his mom was the one who put that confidence in him and told him, this is how you pursue a woman, you know? Mm-hmm. So like some men that do know how to pursue a woman properly, their mothers taught them or their fathers who were present and active taught them Um, and some men they've had role models in their life so even if it wasn't their father figure but a lot of men don't have that father figure or that role model that shows them how to properly pursue a woman and so i think part of that it is and i think and i and i urge and i even challenge the men and the women out there to if you're interested in dating first secure yourself in christ because that confidence that you think you have is a false sense of confidence. And if you don't know who you are in Christ, you're going to be led into these ridiculous relationships like I was. Like I, I was in Christ around that time, but I was new to Christ. So I didn't spend that time getting to know me yet, like who I am in Christ. Like I was still transforming into my new create. you know, God, Christ made me a new creature. Mm-hmm. But I was still being transformed in my heart, my way of thinking, yeah. right? Because I grew up in a divorced home, you know? I grew up with my mom being divorced multiple times, yeah. you know? And so I never saw stability. So Christ had to change that mentality in me. So I technically was not ready to date, although I thought I was because hormones, mm-hmm. you know? And that's a natural thing that God's given us, but it's when we use it outside of the context that God has called it to be in. So I feel like in that sense... Know who you are first in Christ. Read the word of God. Get to know. Give yourself that time to grow in Christ because I didn't get that. I didn't give myself that time until I was in college. Yeah. It's when I finally gave myself like a two-year break mm-hmm. from relationships and really built my confidence in Christ. And I was like, now I am not with the foolishness. Yeah. I was finally done with the foolishness. Yeah. I'm like, I'm not doing this. I'm done. Yeah. Um, and so take if you're new to Christ or if you're in Christ, take that time. I encourage you to try to do like a sabbatical or, or, or like a time, a break away from relationships all together completely cut it out and just focus on christ 
who you are in Christ, get plugged into your church family, get plugged into your, into serving, get to know you, get to know your community around you, build those confidants, build those support systems. And then God will reveal to you when it's time to start pursuing a relationship or if it's the right time. So I think that needs to happen first. And there are people though that have been doing that for years and like, I think that they're just tired. They're just like, when is my time going to come? Yeah. You know, and for those people, I would say, be patient with yourself. Don't be rush patient it. patient with, trust me, you do not want to rush this. I listened to your, um, your testimony, your story about how you grew up in this type of home and this is how God had to rewire your thinking. And it makes me think I was there too. Like I was in that place too, but I loved guys. Let me not use the word luck. I was blessed. Mm. Okay. I was blessed enough to have the husband that I have today. This man is such an alpha. Okay. (laughs) We will talk. We will talk about alpha betas in another episode. But this man is such an alpha that I felt so secure with him. Amen. Even in our dating time. Amen. There was never a time of confusion with him and I. Okay. He's a guy that's really, really good at loving people through. Yep. And he just so happened to choose to love me through. I don't know if he thought I was just that cute, (laughs) but but this man really, really loved me through. And I'm just like, I thank God for him because let's see where we are now. We've been married for almost four years now. And I'm like, wow. This is a great man of God. Amen. And with these little kids that I be seeing out here playing with. with play, you know, play. Yeah, play, play. Playing with these women in Christ is hard. I, oh, it makes me And mad. you're in Christ. And to it makes me, me, it's hard for me to see it because I've only seen my husband. Mm. That's the most serious relationship I've ever had that I can say, like, listen, this is what they're all like if they're in Christ. But it is not true. Like, no, they, you would think. be out here playing games. Yep. Be out here, like, it has to be what you're saying. It has to be that they just haven't seen someone pursue it. They're getting it from the world. They're getting the idea of how to pursue from the world. And then they have their own insecurities. Like, a man who plays with you is is not truly a man. Yeah. Right? He's still a boy. Okay? So if a man, and it's not to say that in a derogatory way. I'm not trying to say it in a negative context, but it's true. He's not a man. He's not mature. So going into my husband, when I met my husband... He was the only man that I can tell you that really like knocked me off my feet yeah. because I was just, I was husbands are good friends. Yes. So. They're like, they're best friends. <laughs> Check who that guy hanging out with. Yeah. Like, yep. That'll say something too. Listen. And like my husband knocked me off my feet. Like he did not play no games. I like, I was the one who was like a little like, eh, I've been in too many relationships. I'm, I'm satisfied with Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm single living the life. I'm going to die single. Jesus is my man. Like <laughs> that was my mentality when my husband came into you my life. Done. I was so over it. I was like, I'm done with the foolishness, bro. And so here comes my husband and he just tells me straight up, like, I don't want to be your friend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like he's I like, be your man. <laughs> he made it very clear. Cause I asked him, I said, what are your intentions? And he's like, I never had intentions of being your friend. Yeah. I, he's like, I, I want to pursue you. Like I want to be with you. And I was the one that was like, I ain't ready for this. Hold up. Oh, you know, it was too goodness. much to handle. Yeah. Cause I've never, ever had a man that was straight up with me who said, I want to pursue you. I don't have any intentions of being your friend. Here I am defining the relationship and I'm making it clear to you that I don't have no games. This is what I want. Right? And he didn't play no None. kind of games with you. None. They, you know they be talking about running game? He 
he was not playing no games. He straight up was like, I do not want to be your friend, Grandda. Right. <laughs> he just didn't play with my emotions because we talked for a little bit. And in that time of talking, it was very evident that he was interested because he, I, I would always get a, a text. I was always getting a, right. Clear. He made it obvious. And so I was like, okay, this is going a little too fast for me. Pause. I could tell he likes me. And ladies, please don't play dumb when a guy likes you. Just ask. I know. <laughs> so I asked him, I'm like, what's your intentions? You know, because, you know, we're talking yeah, a lot. You yeah. know, you're taking me out a lot. Yeah. So what's what's going on here? He's like, I'm not trying to be your friend. I want to be your man. I'm like, okay. So <laughs> once I finally came to terms with that and I released fear and my own insecurities about being in a relationship again, because I told God, listen, God, no joke. The next man is my husband. So I wasn't playing no games when I told my husband no. Like, I, like I was not, I prayed about that thing. Like, I don't know. I, I prayed about it for so long that I kept getting peace and I was not used to peace because God kept giving me like this discomfort or this warning with every other guy. Mm-hmm. So here I am getting peace and I'm like, why am I getting peace, God? You're supposed to be telling me no. Mm-hmm. And God told me yes. And, I, and here we are today. And my husband did not make it confusing. He was very straightforward, straight to the point. He didn't beat around the bush. Not one, and then, talking about space and relationships when we got in our relationship there was a point because my husband is the most introverted person you will ever meet in your life okay oh yeah yeah (laughs) just fyi um and then me i'm the most extroverted person you'll meet in your life right so we're complete polar opposites right so my husband wasn't used to a female wanting all the attention Mm -hmm. and wanting to hang out all the time so he's just like um can we like not not talk every day (laughs) can we like talk like once a week i said excuse me what what kind of relationship do you think we're in like i was like i said if we friends we could do that like (laughs) but i'm your woman you will talk to me son so he finally got it you know it took a while for him to get it but he got it (laughs) and then we still laugh about it to this day he's like wow that was the most ignorant thing i've ever said i said yes yeah because i told him i'm like you want to end up single i told him that straight up while we were dating i'm like and let me just say see there's that there's that difference there's a difference of just being like ignorant and Mm -hmm. like that innocent ignorance where you're just like a little naive to Mm -hmm. how things work especially being an introvert introverts sometimes don't know how to interact Mm. with people i talk about this in like my first episode they just don't know how to right how to really interact i can relate to that girl i have i have introverted tendencies i think i've really showed up into being an introvert and i have moments where i just don't know how to interact with a person Mm -hmm. or i don't want to because i know it's gonna be exhausting (laughs) you know it's gonna it's gonna make me tired it's just like i don't want to (laughs) it's gonna make me tired in a lot of different ways and so there is that aspect of just knowing like there's there's that guy who just doesn't know how and women I would say be patient with that. Guy yes, because I have to be patient. He, he just doesn't know yep. how. And we we may even be able to say this about the guy who hasn't learned how to pursue a woman. It is offensive. It is offensive. But you may have to just be patient with him. Yeah, and maybe even connect him to a man of God. Yep, who can lead him and in show the, him and, and show him how to pursue you. Yeah, you know, there's that option too. There's so there's some there's some things to think about. We don't want to be really cut and dry about it all the time right um we want to have some level of understanding but i i get it sometimes our patients we just know what we can handle we know our capacity yep if you're just like this isn't for me i really need a man who can step it up step it up who can initiate who can tell me how he really feel okay i get you too but i'm just saying you know some women need patience have a little patience well that concludes this week's episode If you want to hear more, check in next week for part two. We will jump in from where we left off. Thank you all for listening.
Please don't forget to leave your question or comment about this episode in your review about the podcast at winchat21 at yahoo.com and on Facebook at winchat winchat. See you later.